Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, SuperSly75. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, this is going to be one of those lives that YouTube is not going to promote. I can already tell. Uh, I did not get a notification. Is this going to be one of those? Uh, YouTube's going to be like, you know what? Not today, Sly. So I'm already on it. I already own it. Yeah, YouTube's going to do what it does best. Stifle, limit. All that good stuff. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Mm. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Even though nobody knows I'm on because YouTube is doing what it does best. But I, I think my frame rates are looking pretty good, but I won't know for sure until I actually play a video on a screen share. Now let's see. A few things I want to cover today, tonight, rather. Yeah, a few things I want to cover. Nicole B, what's happening? B Boss, what's happening? Yeah, you listen. It's starting to ramp up. It is starting to ramp up. Let me do. Oh, now the notification shows up. Thanks, YouTube. Thanks, YouTube. Thank you. Now, hopefully, I'll have more people come in. I got a few things I want to discuss with y'all today, this afternoon, this evening. My man, Chris. All right, all right. Okay, everybody come on in. I'll wait. Okay, everybody. Am I dropping frames? No? No? Okay, it looks pretty smooth. Hey. Okay. That... That, yeah, da, da, da. all right, here we go. Yeah, they, that's what they do. All right, Greg Deep's in the house. Okay, so I, I guess the notifications are starting to get out there. My day was pretty uneventful, and that's a good day. I did some yard work. Yo, me and the missus got up er- Well, we didn't get up early, but we got up this morning, and we did yard work. I knocked, I hold down some weeds and she, you know, did some leaves and stuff. So it was, it was cool. I was kind of dreading it. I wasn't looking forward to doing yard work this morning, but we, we did it and, um, got it done and I'm happy with that. Oh, wait, you know what? Let me try. Let me go back in these preferences. 
and Cam's gonna be the death of me. I, I tell you, like delay, recording, stream. You gonna let me do mic delay adjustment? Probably not, cause I'm. Uh oh, let's do that. Say, let's see. Mic delay is on four. Okay, let's go back to six. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still tweaking my preferences. I'm still tweaking my preferences. Let's do mic delay on five. Okay, how does that look? Nope, that's still. All right, let's just put it back to the standard six. Put it back to mic delay six. Eight, six, six, six. Yeah, I, I can live with that. All right. Okay. Wow, I only got 24 people watching me. I know it ain't that many people live at this. Let me see who's all live. Then that way I know YouTube is playing with me right now. I'm live. Jason Black is live. Tommy Sotomayor is live. On the Block with Jen is live. Who else is live? That's pretty much it. Yeah, there's no way. I should only have 25 people, but you know what? I'm not these content creators. I'm, I, my ego is not that big. So I'm going to, I'm going to rock out regardless how many people are in the chat. I, I'm not, I'm not built like that. All right. Let's get into it. First things first, I, I, on Twitter, tw doing what Twitter. Oh, you look. You don't, you don't give me a heads up. You don't tell me nothing. No, I don't hear the car. You, you talk about my car? No, I don't. How many bags you got? You need to work out. You all right. You all right. You'll be all right. It's so heavy, huh? You don't want to be strong and independent? No? Reg, it happened to you. It's YouTube. Man, I'm telling like the last three days, it's like, what the fuck? YouTube is really tweaking. Yeah, they playing with the bandwidth. They, not, they don't want to share the bandwidth with everybody, apparently. So, yeah, that's what I, I'm guessing. They're, they're stifling our bandwidth access to, to certain sectors or sections, right? All right, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. First things first. This was funny. I had, I had to listen. This is how incels are created. I had to. I had to. Listen, I had to. <laughs> if you follow me on IG, you already know. Yeah, there's a lot of guys out here that believe this. Okay? I need y'all to pay attention. There's a lot of guys out here that actually believe this and live life like this. Okay? Something is going to happen big. You think so? I mean, clearly, if it's this bad with the with the uh, with the bandwidth, uh, yeah, I guess they're getting ready for another round of purges. Yeah, normally, normally, what happens every quarter, they do the sweeps, so people start getting strikes for stuff, start getting demonetized for stuff. So every quarter, on clock like clockwork, you know, that's when people's channels start getting affected. You know, but. Uh, we're gonna get into that, Reg. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, you perfect segue into uh, to the show your work analytics, show your show your analytics. 
Shout out to Walt Diddy. I'm going to walk that down. So, yeah, I'm dropping frames like crazy. Anywho, this was funny. I had to post this, y'all. How nice guys think sex works. <laughs> He's got the punch card. Times I respected you. This is hilarious. But you have a lot of men out here that believe this, that function like this, that believe this is how it should go. You know? This is crazy. All right. I had to. That was funny. That was funny as hell to me. Now, let me pull it back. Yeah, man, YouTube is on one, right? I can't wait till something comes and just knocks it off its pedestal. But anyhow, until then, we're going to rock out. Um, show your analytics. Shout out to Walt Diddy. Walt Diddy gave a very, very informative, very powerful stream earlier today. And the point, the part that stuck out to me the most is what he said was um, making evergreen content moving forward and showing one's analytics. And I don't mean the numbers of how much you make. I mean... Is your, is your shit either green, yellow, or red? And, you know, he, he, uh, he referenced how his, his, his page is pretty much evergreen. G Dizzle has said, hey, I have another channel just for evergreen content. This is what these content creators are not going to show you, okay? The ones that's here for the money, this, this is what they're not going to show you. This is what they're not going to show you, okay? Ask your favorite YouTuber if, if, if they, would, they, would, they would never bother, but let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, once again, shout out to Walt Diddy. Let's take what he said and put it into work. All right. Show your analytics. How many content creators do you think who's, who's, uh, what has evergreen content? Like when they get, five six seven eight hundred in the box like say let's say obsidian gets 700 in the box talking about women do you think he could go when he goes back he can do this i I need y'all to understand if you're a content creator you know exactly what i'm talking about and for those that wish to be content creators if your shit does not look like this these are my live streams these are my live streams do you know how hard it is to keep a live stream monetized. I dare anybody show pull up their analytics as far as if their content is monetized or not. Do you know how hard it is to keep a live stream monetized? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. These are my lives. These are my live streams. Oh, oh, yeah, this was age restricted. The Shanquella was age restricted. Let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, when I did with uh, Snow White last year, that's the mon- that's that's not. But let's keep going. So that's two so far. Uh oh, uh oh, Granite Quiz, he Nick and Truth, get me get me jammed up every time. So those are the demonetized. But let's keep it going. These are my live streams. And these go back, this is back December 5th, 2021. December 4th, 2021. Let's keep going. Let's see how far back green my stuff goes. 
Do you know how hard it is to keep a live stream? See, they damn, my Travis Scott was a classic. Ooh, I broke that. I broke that mofo down. That's one of my better my, my better streams, Travis Scott. Let's keep it going. Okay, Halloween. Oh, they did. They did me wrong on the Halloween. They did me wrong. That was a good one. But do you know? Once again, hard, hard to keep alive. Really? They did this. That's jacked up. Okay. Obsidian can't do this. Angry Man can't do this. Bernard Riley can't do this. None of them can. What good is it to have five, six, seven hundred in the box, but at the end of the day, you can't do anything with it because it's demonetized. These are my live streams. These are my live streams. All right, so all these yellow ones, these these bad boys are gonna get pulled down. <laughs> I'm gonna pull these down. Okay, now we get. Oh, now it's getting bad. This is back in the summer 2021. Okay, so now we back in May, March. And we back to green. Okay, okay. They can't do this. They can't. Uh oh, 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 and this get now it gets bad. Now it gets bad. This is January 2021. Okay, we gotta get rid of these. Gotta get rid of these. Woo! Look at all these. This is not good, but you see where I'm going with this, right? All these will be coming down. I assure you, because if it's not making money, money for me on YouTube, why are we yikes? So two years ago, I got a bunch of streams, yellow demonetized. Okay. I can live with this. I can live with this. Now let's go to my videos. Let's go to the videos. All right. Green, green, your booty ain't clean. Right? Isn't that what they say when we were little? Red, red, you pee in the bed. Green, green, your booty ain't clean. Brown, brown, dookie on the ground. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yo. So, shout out to Walt Diddy because it is very, very important moving forward. You make content, you put the content in a way that you can get your, your point across and still make a coin. Once again, I would never want to have seven, 800 people in a box during a live stream only for it to have, only for it to be demonetized. Yeah, the cash apps are cool. The PayPal's are cool. The super chats are cool, but that's it. That's the only time you're getting paid off that. You understand? That's the only time you're getting paid off the monetized content is during that live stream at that moment. Once again, y'all out here chasing crack money when the long term is Coke money. If it's green, that's Coke money. If it's yellow or, or, or red, God forbid you ain't making nothing off of red, but if it's yellow, that's crack money. That means you only made money that day off whatever cash apps and super chats for that day. Once it's demonetized, that's it. How many of your guys can, you know, it's cool, but not everybody can do this. Yeah, it's cool when you bark on women, scream on women and bark on each other and have these crazy ass panels. But at the end of the day, if your shit ain't looking nowhere near this, what are you doing? What are you doing? And y'all know I got a, I got a smart ass mouth. So for me to, be this green, I must be doing something right. Right? Let's pull it back. 
Let's pull it back. Let's see what YouTube's doing to me. Oh, I got 47 here. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> Let me get these comments. Let me get these comments. I can bet 80, 85% is yellow, red, or black. Man, they ain't doing it right, Rich. They're not doing it right. Shout out to Walt Diddy. Walt Diddy inspired this, this stream. Um, Chocolate Bunny, hey. Once again, pay attention. If you're in this to create content and you want to get into this, if it ain't green, it, it's what are you doing this for? Right? I get paid from PayPal. That's cool. But six months from now, you're not, they're not going to send you PayPal for something you did six months ago. See, live streams are all yellow. And here's another trick. Here's another trick they don't tell you. I've learned this the hard way. I can tell you this personally. If the more demonetized content you have up, the, big, the greater the chances of them demonetizing you. Okay? Listen to what I'm saying. The more demonetized content you have on your, on your YouTube channel, the greater risk you run of it being demonetized. Because now you're giving them a reason to knock you off. Trust me. I've learned this the hard way. If it's yellow, remove it. Put it on Rumble. Put it on uh, Anchor. Put it on Spotify. Put it on Patreon. Do not leave it on your YouTube channel. Take my word for it. Trust me, when I end this stream tonight, guess what I'm going to be doing? Removing all of those yellow, those demonetized live streams. All of them. All right. I'm telling you. There she is. Hey. I'm going to give a shout out to Sexy Red TV because there's a clip that she played I didn't know existed, Pimpin' Ken. I'm going to take it one step further. Let me take it one step further. So once again, if you have demonetized content, if it's yellow, take it off your channel. Download it, then delete it. Put it somewhere else. Okay? Once again, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you to get paid one time for your content. Yeah, you have a banging ass live stream. You had seven, eight hundred, nine thousand people in the box. Yeah, you got you made it, you probably made a few hundred dollars that day. But guess what? That's all you made for that day. So when you go, when you go to bed, that's all you got. When I go to bed, this shit's still running. Yeah, it may be shekels here and there, but that's some shekels I didn't have. Okay. Yo ass ain't no damn green. Shut your ass. I'm just telling y'all for one content creator that has been through it. Now, mind you, because I, I, at one point have been, I was demonetized for three years. So please, if I can do anything for anybody coming up out here, if it's yellow, dump it, get rid of it, get rid of it. What? Shut up. Are, are you, are you, are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay, what about the copyright mute and cut it out? So either you mute the sound, mute the, okay, so it gives you the options, either mute the song, mute all sound, or trim it out altogether. Whatever it takes to get rid of the copyright. This is why I can't understand why Angry Man still to this day 
refuses to not or to, to stop playing music. I know his emails. Listen, you get a copyright for everybody's song you played that owns the rights. If you play four songs in a stream, you're going to get four copyright notices from four different copyright owners. Okay. I have PTSD from YouTube. When I see the why in my, in my Gmail, before I even open it up, I know it's from YouTube and I just be like, Oh shoot. What is this about? Okay. I legit have PTSD from opening emails from YouTube. If it's not green, take it down. If you got copyrights, either mute the sound, mute all sound, mute the song or make it or trim it out. I listen for every song you play, you're going to get a copyright notice. Don't, don't bother debating me. Let's not do that. Don't even bother debating me. Yeah. Remove that immediately. Immediately. But when I hear people play stuff and I'm just like, copyright, 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 copyright. Before your, before your stream ends, is done processing, you'll get an email in a couple hours. That's how fast they're on it. Some are faster than others. Universal, instant. Um, CBS, instant. Now, others like Sony and Viacom, they, they may take a few hours. But Universal Music, instant instant they're not wasting no time in letting you know hey run that so i could I, I can only imagine how many emails that man gets for copyright notices insane it's insane it's stu- extremely stupid yeah 30 minutes of music so that's your average song is about three and a half minutes hell just say four minutes that's nine songs eight songs that's eight songs, 32 minutes. That's eight copyright notices that you're going to get per show. Per show. It's insane. Insane. And <laughs> insane. Who does that? And then when we play the movie trailers for some of these movies, Universal will be instant. Uh, Paramount takes its time. New Line Cinema, sometimes, if it's the big ones, if it's like, if it's like one of your big franchises, they, they come from instantly. Before your, before your stream is done processing, you're getting an email. Copyright notice. Okay? Insane. And now what, you, now what I've noticed now, Epidemic Sounds. If you those for who use Epidemic Sounds, if you don't pay for their service and you use one of their songs, they're copyright. Take my word for it. Okay. Take my word for it. All right. So I don't understand why y'all so ignorant or you think you don't, the rules don't apply to you. Like you're not making money. And you wonder why these guys be asking for cash apps and donations every 10 minutes. Why they want to hold y'all hostage. Yeah. Because you get paid one time. For that stream. After that, there's no residual income. There's no, you're not making any residual income. So what are we doing? Right? Because you don't have a Spotify deal. So you can't cash a Spotify check. I don't know what's going on with Rumble. I I made five bucks off Rumble. That's not going to work. 
Patreon for okay, Patreon for so long is cool. Right? Okay. So Patreon. And even still, how long are, you gonna, are people going to keep sub to your Patreon? You know what I'm saying? Like you're banking on people to sub to you for years. So you mean to tell me you're going to make more money off Patreon than I would if I just let my shit just run. If I just let my videos run its course and you're going to make more money off Patreon than, than I would if I run it on, on YouTube. Okay. I don't have to worry about a churn rate, right? So with the YouTube thing, I don't have to worry about people coming and going with Patreon. You're always checking your, you're, you're always checking your, 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 your patrons. How many patrons do I have today? How many, did I, how many did I lose today? This is what they're not going to tell you. The stress that goes along with this, this content creation thing. Like we're always, always, always checking analytics on all platforms. Whatever platform your, your, your stuff is on, you're checking its analytics. Do not let these people fool you. All right? They're not making money like that on this YouTube thing. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah, I don't own the rights to this music, YouTube. Copyright notice. You're stupid. You think you announcing you don't own the rights to it. The, they know you don't own the rights to it. And yet you're so stupid, you still play music you don't own the rights to. That's black people for you. Black people for you. All right? No, why would they do that? That's too, that, that's too much like right. That's too much like right. They don't do that. <laughs> don't be call the fire departments. <laughs> I'm on rumble made $4. I'm like, what? The, yeah, man, let, I'm, uh, you know, but I guess one of these days I'm, I have to go live on rumble. Just kind of see how it is. But, um, yeah, man, if it's yellow, take it down, take it down. So let me get to this next clip and shout out to sexy red TV. Cause I didn't know this man. I know well, we all grew up and we all know who Pippin King is, but I didn't know he, he said all this, but I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to tell you who he didn't apologize for. All right. Let's take a listen to who he didn't apologize for or to. Okay. Pay attention to who he does not apologize for or to. All right. Okay. Let's go. Because. I remember the first time I saw you was on Pimp Plup and Hold. I remember the first time I saw you on Pimp Pimp Plup Hold Down. You know what I'm saying? Cause you represent represent that Fifth Wall Texas. I told y'all niggas, I'm back. Okay, go ahead. Down in American Pimp, and you <laughs> and you stood out. Yeah, I'm an old nigga. <laughs> and you and you always you stood out, bro, on those documentaries. Oh, them documentaries, you stood out to me, brother. You spoke to my spirit. Where your clothes at, woman? Get your ass in the shower. Put some clothes on. Respect yourself. Respect me. Now get your ass in there. Put on your hijab, like I told you, and go pray to the east five times. Did you pray to Allah today? Did you pray? I, you better walk on. You better walk away from me. Did you pray to Allah today five times a day? Let's. I'm sorry. Let's let's continue. It was you, uh, done one stood out and oh, uh, Scorpio. I think, Scorpio, uh, yeah, Scorpio, Scorpio. and I think it was uh, Pimp Juju, yeah, white folks, huh? Juju went in there. Juju went in that one. No, it was white folks. Okay, I met the white folk. 
admit the white folk. Yeah. So, yeah. and I was like, man, these some fly motherfuckers. Yeah, and yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like, I had wanted to be a pimp. I won't be But a that pimp. shit, I wasn't as successful as y'all boys, though, man. Like, at all. Like, I had to get that shit up. Like, I ended up, like, owing the hoes money. Like, so. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Lord have mercy. Once again, let's pay attention to who, who Pimpin' Ken does not apologize to or for. All right, let's go. When I think of pimps up hoes down, I think of exploitation, right? Mm. You know, I think of, you know, black man being targeted. You know what I'm saying? Me and, 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 you know, at the time when they gave me, you know, 80 bands and, you know, made me a superstar, you know, I didn't think of it like that, you know. And then once I see the, 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 the byproduct of pimps up hoes down, human trafficking and black men being incarcerated for what used to be called pimping, now it's human trafficking. How- oh, real supreme. Get your ass over here, Rare Supreme. You talk that pimpism, talkative talk, spectacular vernacular. Y'all, y'all was the wasn't sinful running around here talking about pimping ain't dead. Freeze was talking pimping ain't dead. Red talking pimping ain't dead. Pimping Ken said is dead. Now who am I going? Who am I going to listen to? Them or him? Who who am I going to listen to? Pimping Pimping Ken still alive. <laughs> Pimpin' Ken is still alive. <laughs> I'm going to listen to a live pimp, not a dead pimp. Listen to who Pimpin' Ken apologizes for, but not to, right? Let's continue. Let's go. Oh, you know, they built the prison system, how CCA, Correction Corporation of America, stopped building prisons and start locking a lot of these young men up for human trafficking. And let me say this. California, they give out strikes for that. I told people this. I don't know if anyone's really reported but this was when I was doing my time. They had just started giving strikes for human trafficking, right? It was the strikes was just mainly for violence, but then they put, applied it to everything. So you can get a strike for damn near anything now. That crime bill was only for uh, what they deemed habitual criminals. It was called the Habitual Criminal Act. I'm talking California, California only. I don't know about your state. Don't 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 debate me about your state. I'm telling you, it was called the Habitual Criminal Act. Okay, that's what helped bring the strike system along. It was to punish habitual criminals, and then slowly but surely, they applied it to a majority of other crimes. You had the one brother, he had two strikes. They struck him out on his third strike for stealing a piece of pizza. When it says in the, in, in the, uh, in the amendment that a third strike is only applicable to a violent crime. Don't debate me. I, I know this inside and out. I read the case law. All right. So the third strike was only applicable to a, for a violent crime. When they struck that dude out, we're stealing a pizza pizza now because out here stealing is, is either theft, strong arm, petty, right? Or at, yeah, it's theft. It's either strong arm or petty, depending on the value of, of whatever you stole, right? They struck that black man out, and then by then it was too late. By then it was too late. It was spread across all a, major, a majority of other crimes. And I, I had I knew a guy. He was from Dago. He he's on he's he had his first strike for it was pimping and pandering. Before they change it to human trafficking. This is how far back this thing goes. But okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting along with it. Let's go. 
I feel like I was complicit, you know what I mean? And I, I, I regret doing Pimps Up, Hold Down because I because of what you just said. I didn't want to inspire you to be a, a, a pimp. I didn't want to inspire young people to get out there because, it, you know, Pimps Up, Hold Down did the same thing that Scarface did. It made all of us want to meet the plug. Right. You know, we met the plug and we got with, uh, you know, with Rico and we got with, you know, uh, Pancho. And, you know, he gave us that he gave us that weight, you know. Right. And so now, you know what I'm saying, I mean, you know, we all in the hood, we selling weight. And now we all getting indicted and we snitching on each other. You know, everybody telling everybody. Okay, this all sounds nice, but who is he forgetting out? Who who did he leave out? So for all the 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 destruction the pimp game has caused, there's a there's a gender he forgot to leave out. He forgot to mention. Body, you know, you know they can't do their life. You know what I mean? And they enhanced the laws. They enhanced the gun laws, and then they came with New Jack City, and then they introduced us to Nina Brown. Nina Brown snitched live on on TV, and niggas thought it was cool. And then they use a black. Icon, you know, celebrity, uh, 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 Wesley Snipes, you know, Mr. Blade himself. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about all that and you think about. Okay, that was a dumbass analogy for, it, for, them, for them to use New Jack City. That was a stupid analogy. But let's continue. American Pimp Pimp So Hold Down, it was actually a detriment to our community. So I like to apologize to all the mothers and all the people that, you know, were affected by that. Okay, I stand corrected. He apologized to the mothers. Okay, that's good to know. Too little, too late, but that's nice to know. Thanks, Pimpin' Ken. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but yes, I was one of the greatest pimps of all times. I was the <laughs> pimp of the year. You know, I really had the game. You know, I really, you know, smashed and rashed my, you know, I mashed and smashed. You know what I'm saying? I was really, you know, into that shit. But at the same time, you know, as you get older, you know, in the Bible it says when I was a child, I spoke as a child. Mm. When I became a man, I started doing manly things. Check, check, check. Wait, so... You're, you're sorry, but you, you still, I, I was at one point pimp of the year. <laughs> at one point he was pimp of the year, y'all. <laughs> Don't you forget that. <laughs> Ken Billions, thank you for the five on the Super Chat Brethren for the occult. Yes, all did the, yes, indeed. Yeah. Conspiracy, all right. I'm getting caught up in the comments. Yeah, ism to prism. Yeah, yeah. It went from it went from pimping and pandering to human trafficking. And now, once again, those strikes are being issued out back in 2000. Back in 2000. That's when they started making a transition. But y'all go tell Red Supreme that uh, <laughs> that pimping shit is dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, they said New Jack. Ooh, you had the New Jack City thing. Like, bro, that was a movie. That was a movie. Listen, who a hey, pimps know the Bible backwards and forwards. That's how they get the women open. Right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I remember every city had um a, a pimps like a pimps up hose down night. Like every city I've ever visited had a had an event. Pimps up hose down. Like that was a major major thing. It was a major event. A pl- everybody had a players ball basically. Every major city around that time. If you grew up watching this stuff on HBO like I did, all the everybody had a players ball, and every pimp worth his weight in gold came out to that event. Uh, I, I, let me see what event was it? Was I at? Oh, 
Motherfucker Ice T came to Chicago for a player's ball. This was at the height of Pimps Up, Hose Down. Uh, what's the, the documentary? Uh, the Brett Dude, Hookers on Hunters Point, right? And he came to Chicago. Bishop Don Juan was there too. What are you? What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's all good, hey Ru. It's, it's YouTube being YouTube. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. That was that was weird, but I, he apologized to the mothers. Thanks, bro. Thanks, thanks, bro. Appreciate that. I'm sure all the mothers of daughters that were turned out will will accept your apology for what household you've helped to ruin. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, where am I going with this? What's my next topic? Uh oh. Okay. Got that, got that. Oh, yo, so Section 230. Now, once again, shout out to Walt Diddy. I did not know they were looking this deep into the Section 230. I did not know it, it was getting this deep. I did not know. This is crazy. Now it's, now y'all should be quaking in your boots. Once again, this is, this is going to be why a lot of your content crazy ain't going to be able to show you their uh, analytics being green. All right. I didn't know it was getting this deep. Shout out to Walt Diddy. Let's 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 let him tell us what's going on. Guys, come on. Really? No, are you gonna are we gonna do this now? We're gonna do this? Not, I don't want to enlarge the player. Are we really gonna do this? Are we really going to do this? I'm literally running 40, 40 megabytes per second. And my shit is never this, this sketchy ever. Let's go. Welcome back. So could artificial intelligence generated music pose a threat to the music industry? Joining me right now is Strat America's managing director and former major label executive, Seth Shackner. Seth, great to have you. Welcome. Great to be here. Good morning. You know, artificial intelligence is changing so much. We want to know what it means for music. What are the pros and cons to it? How do you see it? She sounds like Barbara Wawa. Right now, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. You know, in in the last couple of weeks, at least in the U.S., been a little bit out of control because you're starting to get these kind of user-generated, software-generated sound-alikes, fake breaks, fake weekends, if you will. And I don't, I don't think that is helping anyone per se right now. But um, I will tell you, Maria, I think the AI ecosystem that the labels and artists are trying to build is actually pretty promising right now. And it really isn't just about sort of these sound alikes. It's about a lot of different tools that can help records and help artists and help producers create. But um, we're, we're a good ways away from it being kind of a kind of a stable circumstance where the business is licensed and it's, and it's functional. Is he serious right now? Now, this is not. Now, listen, I don't want to call Seth a liar, but we just had Universal put out cease and desist letters to all streaming platforms that that are playing and using AI generated songs. So what is 
the hell is he talking about? It's already here and now. See, the, the labels are not going to wait. They're not going to do what they, they should have done with Napster, right? When Napster was taking place, the labels waited too long. They waited too long because they thought right, it, it's not going to affect us. Now they're not going to waste any time. They've learned their lessons from Napster. Okay? They're not going to sit back and let this AI thing get out of control and take money out of their pockets. And if you're an artist signed to Universal, you, 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 you better be in Universal's ass. Like, you better stop this. Get us our coins. Are you kidding me? It's already here. The hell is he talking about? Actually, you know, working in a way that can benefit not only artists, but labels and even the public. All right. So, so far, you're pretty optimistic then. You think this is going to be a help more so than a hurt. Yeah, it actually has been pretty helpful quietly, actually, in the last five, ten years. You know, things like the last Beatles record, Revolver, were made with it, and and lots of different producers are using it. And there, there's tons of players in the music ecosystem, folks creating playlists and mixes for advertisers that are using it in different ways that are just quiet and below the radar. But, um, you know, what's been happening in the last couple of weeks is that this software that's out there that can train off of whether it's vocals or whether it's music, um, you know, is, is unlicensed and there's a lot of questions around how the whole thing is going to work and you're starting to see some breakout pretty disruptive tracks um, that I don't think are representative of what it's going to look like going forward. You know how he's also being disingenuous? The WGA is about to go on strike because of this. I'll, I'll pull that article up in a minute. But Hollywood is about to go on strike again over the streaming, over the streaming thing and the AI thing. They're about to go on strike again. So all you guys that enjoy your favorite TV shows and movies, once they go on strike, everything stops. If you remember the, the strike from 2008, 2009, do you, know how, do you realize how many movies were delayed and TV shows were delayed because of the strike? They're going to go on strike again, again, because of this. Let's go. But yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic about AI, at least with with the music industry right now. So what do you make of Universal Music Group then? They're urging streaming services like Spotify and Apple to ban AI-generated music. After a song featuring fake Drake and the weekend vocals was released before being removed, the song was streamed yeah. over 15 million times, Seth. Yeah, yeah, so so all the late major labels, including Sony, where I came from, have got like much bigger fish to fry, frankly, with the streaming services. So there's a lot of things that are gonna weigh off with them in terms of cleaning up content that's either fake or not being used and kind of improving kind of compensation models. But what's happening now with AI um, is that, you know, the labels are trying to basically say to streaming services and others, hey, don't use our music, don't use our data to let it be scrubbed and let all these artificial um, you know, AI sort of generated tracks be used off it. So they're they're doing their part to protect their artists. And that's the, the essence of what they're doing. And, you know, they're also quietly, you know, working with lots of different tools, providers and technologies in the space to build an ecosystem. It's, it's not going to be a disaster for them. This is not a, you know, a Napster moment or something like it was 20 years ago, because they've, they've got a lot of cylinders firing in their engine these days. So I think they're in a better spot. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the lessons from the ghost of the past to learn from. But this is still, if they don't get on top of this, this could be a problem, a serious problem. You know, the laws are always slow to react to, to technology and to the culture. And that's the problem. The laws are always slow to react. 
So not only TV and TV film music wise, you don't have any um, uh, check check checks and balances to keep this thing in its proper place. So right now, there's nothing stopping you from basically creating a, a generated a AI generated movie with already the images that are already out here. So there's nothing in place to keep this thing from getting out of getting out of hand. So it's a problem. It's a listen. If you're an artist, the last thing you want is some goofy in the in the basement taking your vocals, punching in, in into uh, Eleven Labs uh, AI, and creating a song that you're not going to get paid for, huh? So for anybody that's ever created anything, I mean art, music, literature, whatever the case may be, if you're a creative person, you've created things. You want to get paid for your for your work. You don't want to come across your shit on somebody's platform and site, but like, hey, that's my stuff. And you not get paid for it. Let's not play stupid. Okay? You want to get paid for your for your for your works. Could could you imagine if you're if if you you're a music artist and you come on YouTube and you hear your music being played on these on these content creators uh live streams and you not get paid for it how pissed off would you be how pissed off if you made a song 20 years ago and you hear angry man playing your song and you not get paid for it how pissed off would you be let's go well, I think now people are trying to understand, you know, how AI can replace their jobs. I'm talking everyday jobs. I spoke with Competitive Enterprise Institute Director uh, of the Center for Technology and Innovation, Jessica Malusian, last week on this program, and she raised this threat. Watch this. I don't think that jobs will all be wiped out, but there probably will be some churn that way, and that's difficult and uncomfortable, but progress marches forward, and we've seen this before with technological developments. Oh, that's going to be the end of everyone having a job, and of course, that's yeah. not how it turns out. Right, so we're yeah. still adapting, Seth. Yeah, I, I don't see this. I mean, I think, look, um, music industries obviously changed, Maria, a lot. So more and more of the jobs are turning towards digital production techniques. And I think, if anything, it'll probably bring about new opportunities for folks with new skills, basically, to understand this. And I will tell you, at the end of the day, I don't think, uh, you know, robots or AI sound are actually going to replace some of the very best human artists that are out there. So I, I don't... Is he stupid? Is this man stupid or is he being paid to be disingenuous? Did y'all hear that record? That Drake uh, weekend record? That's a hit. Did he not listen to that record? What is he talking about? <laughs> that record, I have, I downloaded it before they, they, before they removed it. That's a hit. It's in my playlist. It's in my playlist. Matter of fact, this is how bad it is. This is how bad it is. This chick Grimes. I'm sure nobody's heard of Grimes. But this is how she is trying to combat the AI. This is how bad it's gotten. What did she say? What did she say? What did she say? She used to be on, yeah, she used to be on Columbia. She used to be on Columbia. But now she's trying to get ahead of it. Okay, copyright sucks. Okay, but even she said, where is it at? Bless you. Where is, it, where is the where is the quote at? Here we go. 
this is nobody's stupid. She said um, she took to Twitter last week to tell her fans that they would be able to use her voice on AI generated tracks without penalty and that she would split the royalties 50-50 with any artificial intelligence created music imitating her voice. It's coming. It's here. Nobody's stupid. Nobody wants to come. You punched in her, her, their data, your data input, your voice inflection, your vocal tone, your range into a computer program for works, and you not get paid for it. Even this woman understands. Okay, you're going to use it. At least give me the courtesy of giving me half the money you're going to make off this. You kidding me? It's here. It's here. I don't care what y'all say. Computers can outdo humans on so many different levels. It may not have the soul of a human. But as far as that one, two, one, two, as far music, they've already lowered the, the, the megahertz. They already, they've already lowered the frequency to it. So you wouldn't know what, a, what, a, you know, what feels warm. So they've already desensitized you to a certain, to a certain frequency. AI can replicate that times 10 times a hundred. Right? This is why the whole, when drum machines, that's why they hated drum machines when it first came out. They hated drum machines. Well, that's, there's no soul to it. There's no feeling to it. That's not playing real drums. They hated the drum machine when it first came out. Now, how is that working out for everybody? Who doesn't have a drum machine at this point? Them SP-1200s when they first came out. Everybody's first drum machine was an SP-1200. And then when you made some real money, you moved up to the MPC. Now the MPC's got is up to what? MT, MPC 4,000? MPC 5,000? I remember when it was just the MPC 1,200. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you got the machine. And then you had some other. Yeah, come on, quit playing with me, man. Quit playing. <laughs> Shit. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting aggy. I'm sorry. I'm a creative. I, I understand. I see it. I see it. Non-creatives don't understand it. That's the problem you, you, you run, you're running across. You're running across creatives versus non-creatives. It's NPC Live now. See what I'm saying? Like, I'm so far out the loop. I'm so far out the loop. I remember when the machine first came out. We went, we were in L.A. Jimmy Iovine and, and um, well, God damn it, what's his name, y'all? Rich Boy. Who produced the Rich Boy? What's his name? He was supposed to be Dr. Dre. What's his name, y'all? The cokehead dude. And respectfully, I call him a cokehead. I respectfully call it because he's still one of the greatest producers when he's, when he's sober. What's his name? He was supposed to be Dr. Dre before Dr. Dre. Come on, Rich Boy. Put them D's on it. What? Polo the Don. Yes, thank you. Polo the Don. We were in L.A., at the Enterprise Studio, and they had an event for the machine. This was a, this was the, the machine was going to be a direct competitor to the MPC. It was about this fucking big. It was way, it was bigger than an MPC, but it was this big, this this wide, that tall. It was a direct competitor to the machine, and Polo the Don was a uh, was 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 a company uh, spokesperson. They sponsored him. They said, look for the next. Four to five years, only make beats on the machine. M-A-S-H-I-N-E. 
Now, somebody tell me where I'm capping. Somebody say you weren't there. I dare you. Tell me I wasn't there at the, at the machine event. They had one in L.A. They had one in Vegas. And, the, and this guy, white dude, come through. Yeah, you know, him and Dom Polo be playing with. He be showing Polo with the dude. The white guy be, yeah, 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 you know, he be make, and they making tracks. Because <laughs> my man, and, and we, we were there, and they were taking pre-orders, and they were like, how much? 3500 This is back in 2000? This is before, right? This is before I, I, I got locked up. This is 99, 2000. 2000. The year 2000. And they were taking pre-orders, 3500 Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. The machine was a, mo- it was a monster. They were like, oh, it's, it's, they were calling it the NPC killer. They were calling it the NPC killer. Okay? Polo the Don. God bless him. He's supposed to be where Dr. Dre is right now. Because him and Jimmy was like this. Like, he was Jimmy's guy. Like, I told this story before. We was in Atlanta. During a uh, recording session, he was there. Jimmy called him and said, hey, I need you to come out. And this man left mid-record, mid-recording. Mid, mid, uh, he told the, the white engineer, hey, finish this up. I got to go. Jimmy, Jimmy needs me. Booked the plane out to L.A. to go because Jimmy said, come on out. He was supposed to be Dr. Dre. Y'all, listen, y'all, I, I, no diss to Dr. Dre. Sing all his praises all, all you want to. But had Jimmy not did whatever he did to Jimmy Iovine, he, he'd be there. It wouldn't be no beats by Dre. It'd be beats by Polo. All right? Okay? See? The machine did not age well. It's the swing is trash. See? I, I mean, the MPC is it's like the AK-47. It's simple. It does what it does. And what it does, it does well. Uh, yeah, the, the MPC is like the AK. A Russian-built AK. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a perfect design. Is it direct impingement? Nick, uh, correct me. Is the AK direct impingement or is it gas-fired? No, I think it's gas-fired. I think it's gas-fired, and I believe the AR is direct impingement. Somebody correct me on my gun, on my gun aesthetics and my gun mechanics. I think, I think it's gas driven. I think the AK is gas driven and the AR is direct impingement. How did he mess up? That's none of my business. I mean, it's my business, but not my place to say. It's gas operator. Okay, got it. Gas operator. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, AK gas. Okay. So which one is direct impingement? So which platform is direct impingement? I thought one was piston, one was gas. Both are gas. Oh, there you go. So which one is, okay, so enlighten me. Which platform is, is strictly direct impingement? Or does it, it, does it depend on the maker, right? So it depends on the maker of the, of the firearm. Because I always thought ARs, AR, ARs were, I, I learned something new. You can get one built piston or gas. Ah, there we go. That makes, okay, now it makes sense. Okay. But 
just off top, they're both gas-driven, right? Depends on the maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen some custom, I've seen some Daniel defenses go direct impingement. Yeah, you can do like I did and put a kit on your on your ARs to make them direct impingement. There we go. That's what I'm, okay, that's where I'm confused. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I appreciate the gun talk. I love gun talk with gun guys. I love that shit. All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, let's get back into uh, Let's get back into it. Uh, where am I? Where I, I leave? Where I leave off? Oh, so AI. Let's get, let's go back to the AI. Let's go back to the AI real quick. The Russo brothers directed one of the greatest comic book movies ever: The Avengers. Uh, was it Avengers Endgame? Or was it Civil War? I forget which one. But even Joe Russo, he predicts that AI could be making movies in two years, and here's how they'll do it. He breaks it down. He says, so you have a constantly evolving story, either in a game or in a movie or a TV show. You could walk into your house and save the AI on your streaming platform. Hey, I want a movie starring my photoreal avatar and Marilyn Monroe's photoreal avatar. I want it to be a rom-com, which is a romantic comedy, because I've had a rough day and it renders a very competent story with dialogue that mimics your voice. It mimics your voice and suddenly now you have a rom-com starring you that's 90 minutes long so you can curate your story specifically to you. It's here. Even Hollywood understands it's here. Let's continue with the AI thing. Let's continue. Because people are like, I can tell tell the voice if it's AI. No, you can't. Shut up. This thing speaks... Every language perfectly. Let's go. Uno de los castillos más hermosos en la tierra de Azura se encontraba en lo alto de una majestuosa montaña. Era hogar de personas bondadosas que apreciaban su entorno. Los muros del castillo brillaban bajo el sol, reflejando el amor y calidez de sus habitantes. La gente de Azura vivía en armonía con la naturaleza, creando un ambiente mágico que encantaba a todos los visitantes. One of the most beautiful castles in the land of Azura stood atop a majestic mountain. It was home to kind-hearted people who cherished their surroundings. The castle's walls shimmered in the sunlight, reflecting the warmth and love of its residents. The people of Azura lived in harmony with nature, creating a magical atmosphere that enchanted all who visited. This is AI talking. Eines der schönsten Schlösser im Land Azura thronte auf einem majestätischen Berg. Es war das Zuhause von warmherzigen Menschen, die ihre Umgebung schätzten. Die Schlossmauern schimmerten im Sonnenlicht und spiegelten die Wärme und Liebe der Bewohner wider. Die Menschen von Azura lebten im Einklang mit der Natur und schufen eine magische Atmosphäre, die alle Besucher verzauberte. Jeden z najpiękniejszych zamków w krainie Azura stał na szczycie ogromnej góry. Był domem dla serdecznych ludzi, ceniących swoje otoczenie. Mury zamku błyszczały w świetle słońca, odbijając ciepło i miłość jego mieszkańców. Ludzie z Azury żyli w harmonii z naturą, tworząc magiczną atmosferę, która oczarowywała wszystkich odwiedzających. L'un des plus beaux châteaux du pays d'Azura se dressait au sommet d'une montagne majestueuse. Il abritait des personnes au grand cœur qui chérissaient leur environnement. Les murs du château scintillaient au soleil, reflétant la chaleur et l'amour de ses résidents. Les habitants d'Azura vivaient en harmonie avec la nature, créant une atmosphère magique 
qui envoûtait tous ceux qui visitaient. Yeah. What are we talking about? It's already here. You either going to embrace this shit or you're going to get left behind. You either going to embrace this or you're going to get left behind. And they've already started with the scamming. So they're already reporting people getting scammed out of money. They've already started the fake family voice. Hey, help. I need your help. They've already started scamming people out of their monies using family members, friends, and fake voices. It's already started. So, moving forward, if someone, you get a, a, a text or a voicemail, hey, I'm in a jam, send me $5,000. You better call that person, be like, hey, what's going on? Shit, what's up with you? Yeah, uh, you said you, you text, you just left a voicemail saying you need five grand? No, no, nigga, I ain't call you. Nigga, it's you, it's, Nick, it's you, it's your voice. You just left me the voicemail. Nigga, I ain't call you. And then argue, y'all, go, y'all get to argue, arguing because he, because you, you call him, he feels you call him a liar. <laughs> then y'all get to arguing because he feels you called him a liar because he said he never called you. And you got a perfectly synced up, perfect voice, voicemail of him saying, hey, hey, cuz, I need five, I, I need five bands. Now y'all fighting <laughs> over AI voice because somebody trying to scam somebody. It's already here. It's already here. All right? Yeah, Google Translate is about to get 10 times smarter. Right? You can, listen, how, how do we do in Star Trek? Nick, what do we do in Star Trek? They turn on the translator. Right? They go on the translator. They get to talking. And you got the translator and hit, and write the voice box. And you, what'd you say? Okay, yeah, yeah. And y'all, y'all talking space alien, alien language. It's already here. Yeah, spoof the numbers. Spoof, yes, clone your phone, spoof your phone. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's already here. It's already here. It's going to be ugly for a lot of people, especially a lot of older folks that don't know any better. If you got older loved ones, put them up on game. If you got older folks, put them up on game. You know, I remember the first time my dad started texting us. Like, he go text crazy, like, Dad. Yeah, I just learned how to text. This was years ago, but he goes text. He's text crazy, right? Okay, already here. Get your loved ones up on game. There's gonna be a lot of family members losing a lot of money to scams because you called them, left a voicemail message asking for money. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get on with the next. Let's get on with the next. Let's get on with the next. What's my next topic? Uh, okay, no, let's get back to the section 230 chat part. The chat part is what which threw me off. Let me find that real quick. It's the chat part. So for all those guys that got all these <laughs> hundreds of thousands of subs and yet the chat box don't reflect, you have a lot. Let's get going get right to it. So like me and pretty much Walt Diddy pretty much agreed by, 
I say end of summer, they'll make a decision. I could be wrong. I think Walt thinks by June. I think by August. Right. So the Supreme Court is expected to release a decision in the next few months. And the case that. Can so uh-oh, my son got me oh, this no, weird new tool for Father's Day. All right. Sorry. Uh, the case that concerns a liability shield for internet and social media companies that could impact chat box using artificial intelligence like chat GPT at issue is the case of whether tech platforms like YouTube, which is owned by Google violate the liability shield under federal law that applies to user generated third party content. When they use algorithms to recommend content to users through suggestions on the platform or send notifications to such content. So, in layman's terms, if you hired a company that used bots to get your subs up and your views up, guess what happens if they sign off on this to, to kill it? All that goes bye-bye. Do, do you understand? Content creators pay attention. So all those guys that got four, five, six hundred thousand that can't move a needle in the chat, if they kill this, all that goes away. Let's continue. Generative AI chatbots operate like similar uh, operate using similar algorithms to refer users to content in, re- in response to queries or to take information from multiple sources and summarize it for users that could expose the companies behind those AI informed chatbots to liability, depending on how the Supreme Court rules on the matter. OK. Cameron Carey, visiting fellow at the Brookings Institution think tank uh, and an expert in AI told Reuters. The debate is really about whether the organization of information available online through recommendation engines is so significant to shaping the content so as to become liable. You have the same kinds of issues with respect to a chat bot. Okay. In practice, tech companies like Facebook, Google, and Twitter are generally immune from liability for content posted on their platforms by users under section 230, although they're required to remove content that's prohibited by federal law, such as material infringing on copyrights or violating sex trafficking laws. All right. Oral arguments that AI program, program programs can already create new content and tools to generate poetry and polemics that go beyond picking, choosing, analyzing, or digesting content. So such content wouldn't be protected under section 230. Dare I say Kevin Samuels. Dare I say Kevin Samuels. Ain't going to be no more just picking and choosing. Ain't going to be no more of a hit, hit a couple keystrokes and you, you, you're off to the races. That's not going to happen if they kill this. Okay. And posing a question to one of the attorneys, he said the court could say the Ninth Circuit's neutral tools test was mistaken because in some circumstances, even neutral tools like algorithms can generate through artificial intelligence forms of content and that the Ninth Circuit wasn't sensitive to that possibility. AI chatbots often paraphrase existing information in response to users and action that would be protected under Section 230, but in some cases, AI chatbots have given users responses that appear to have been fabricated by the bot itself, which will likely fall outside the protections of Section 230 as it becomes original content. Depending on the nature of the content created by the AI chatbot, the that could expose its creator to legal liability. Okay. Okay. Everybody should be on pin. Well, the majority of these guys should be on pins and needles. I, I don't give a damn. I, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. 
So what you're going to see, if they kill this, a lot of people's numbers drop like a brick, like a dead boy. Okay. All right. Yes. Also with the AI, y'all be careful when dating, dating each other or who you think you're dating. You think the catfishing is bad now? So you can have a guy on the phone using AI voice modulator and you think you're talking to a woman. You're, he, you're asking for pics. It sends you pics. You know, hey, you want to see me do this? Send me some money. And you never, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. This will affect every aspect and every facet of your life. You, have, you better get up to speed or get left behind or become a victim. She just now learned more. Big. Yo, I was so glad when I finally got my mom off, uh, off writing checks. She's to the point where she just uses her, her debit or credit cards. No more checkbook writing. I'm like, ma, don't even need to learn how to balance a checkbook anymore. Right? This is how, how fast it's gotten to a point. Are you going to teach your kids how to balance a checkbook? Yes or no? Is it even worth it? Is it even worth teaching your children how to balance a checkbook? All they need to do is just log in to the banking app. There's, there's your balance. <laughs> now, if they're going into the accounting field or you're an accountant, I, I think you would naturally kind of teach your kids how to balance a, a spreadsheet or a checkbook. But for the most part, do you need to teach your kids how to balance a checkbook? You have mobile banking apps for a reason. Huh? No? Yes? Okay. Listen, you're gonna need to you gonna need to uh video chat, FaceTime, whatever. If it ain't gonna be no more send me a picture, like no, we need to do this FaceTime, we need to do this WhatsApp video chat. I need to see you. Do the boogaloo, okay? <laughs> I need to see you do the boogaloo. If, I, if you're not boogalooing, no, don't trust it, man. Don't trust it. Don't trust it. All right? Yeah, these anti-cold approaches, <laughs> better, better man up and get girls the old-fashioned way. I mean, shoot. You think it's bad now? All right, now, final topic of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to rock through this. I'm going to rock through this. All right, so this, this, is, this, this is about marketing, you know, especially marketing overseas. Now, everyone is getting ready for Spider-Man 2 uh, across the Spider-Verse, Okay. I'm going somewhere with this. It's not going to be total, total geek or nerd part, but Miles Morales. If you don't know who Miles Morales is, probably not for you, but all the same, it matters with the marketing. Okay. You may not know who Miles Morales is, but the marketing, um, how they market black characters, especially in Asia, it matters. Okay, so I mean to a robot dance. Now I'm gonna ask everybody that knows who Miles Morales is. Why is Miles Morales special or different? 
What makes Miles Morales different from Peter Parker? What makes Miles Morales different from Peter Parker? Uh Oh, Martina, because Martina is there. Yes, Martina is my witness tonight. She will be my co-sign, my, my co-pilot, my co-conspirator. He's, that's right. Miles Morales is special or different from Peter Parker because he's black. He's the black Spider-Man. He's been this since what? I don't know. It's been 20 years now. I remember when they first made, now they're, now they done twisted it up. Now in the comics, they imply that he's gay, but I'm not, I'm not here for that. About 20 years ago, they introduced Miles Morales as like, is he the, is he Puerto Rican? Is he Puerto Rican? Black and Latino. Okay. He mixed. Okay. So <laughs> Peter Parker. That's yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's the angry Spider-Man, but not as angry. So he's a Latino. He's a black and Latino. He's black and Latino. So now you're asking, well, why Why does this matter? Because it matters because when it comes to marketing campaigns, especially in the Far East, they don't like you. They don't like you. And they remind you they don't like you. Now, I got into a back and forth with Boss Logic. If you don't know who Boss Logic is, I have no issue with Boss Logic. Boss Logic, I believe himself is Latino. But he does all of, pretty much all of Marvel and he does the majority of Marvel and some DC posters. He's a graphic artist, a graphic designer. Okay. He's where Angry Man should be. I know I'm taking shots at Angry Man, but I'm just, just hear, just hear me out. Boss Logic, if you are a geek or a nerd, you're into comic book, CBM, comic book movies, you know who Boss Logic is. Okay. Boss Logic is, I believe he's a Latino, but he does pretty much all the major poster work for all the big movies. So he did the poster for the Spider-Man 2 uh, Across the Universe sequel, the international poster. He did the international poster. Okay. And what happened was, Black Twitter noticed something. See, Black Twitter, as much as people talk bad about Black Twitter, but when Black Twitter has a point, people kind of be like, ah, hmm, okay? So Black Twitter noticed something about Boss Logic's international poster, right? And like I said, I'll get to the, I'll get to, to the exchange between me and Boss Logic, you know? So here we go. Here, let me, where's the poster at? Here is the international poster. Now, once again, let me reiterate. Miles Morales is the black Spider-Man. Miles Morales is the black Spider-Man. This is the international poster for Spider-Man 2 across the universe for China. Now, ask me. Which Spider-Man is Miles Morales? Ask me. Which one you think is the black Spider-Man? Just look at it real quick. Just look at it real quick. 
I'm gonna walk this down. Don't worry. I'm not gonna rush it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run through this. I'm not gonna make this quick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk this thing down. The little one. Greg says you can't tell. Edmund says the one on the left, far bottom left, the one out in front, the little one, far left, the one in the black suit. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 The one on the far left. He got a pair of LeBron. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Okay. Now. Shout out to y'all that, that picked them out. But here's what everyone's having a problem with. Okay. Now, whether the gripe is legit or not, I will. You can, you may, I, I may concede this argument. But when I go to show everything else, you'll see how it all plays out. Now, once again, this is the international poster of for Spider-Man um, uh, across the universe. Now, if you didn't know that Miles Morales was the black Spider-Man. So for those that got it right, if you didn't know who Miles Morales was, and I said, here, here's a new Spider-Man poster, would y'all have still picked the right choice? Would y'all have still have made the right choice? Right? Because I'm a Monday night quarterback in it. But the problem that everybody has or having with this poster is because why is Miles Morales being minimized? Right. If you look upon it, upon close inspection, you can see the other Spider-Man kind of after him. But why is the Peter Parker version in your face? Okay. Why is Peter Parker in your face? And why is Miles Morales in the background? Do you, do you understand where I'm going? You're right. This poster is, is about perspective. Fair enough. After I get done walking this other shit back, You'll change your you'll change your point. Once again, since we're gonna talk perspective, okay, I got you. So you wanna talk perspective, okay? Remember this. Remember this. We're talking perspective, right? R remember this. Sexy red said perspective. Okay, I got you. Now what? On the right. The American version of the of these posters. On the left, the Asian version. Now run it back. Run run the perspective back to me now. Now run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Come on, run it back. I got time. I got time. So what are we saying now? So what are we what so what are we saying? Okay. Am I, am I still reaching? Am am I still reaching? Perspective but without the black man. Ma'am, sexy red. How do you have a movie <laughs> Stop. I, 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 I think you're trolling. You have to be trolling me at this point. You, you have to be trolling me at this point. 
You gotta be trolling me at this point. If okay, so for those that that seen Star For Star Star Wars Force Awakens, we all know basically in, in the in that in that first trailer, it, it was it was uh, it was Finn because we all thought that Finn was going to be a Jedi. Remember that first trailer for Star Wars: uh, uh, The Force Awakens. He's in the first ever trailer. He's the first person you see. Go back in time. Remember that first, it was huge. It was a big fucking deal. We're like, oh my God, a black man with a lightsaber. Right? Yeah, we had, we had Mace Window, but he was in a supporting role. Your first trailer for the reintroduction of Star Wars. The first image of that trailer was a black man with a, with a, with a, with a lightsaber. Do you understand the bait and switch they put on us? Okay. He was not a supporting. He was not a supporting role. He was not. A, he was not in a supporting role. He was in a lead role. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, guess what? They beg. They begging him to come back. After John Boyega put everybody on blast. Yeah, guess what? Guess what, Luke? Uh, guess what, Disney said. Uh, please come back for this new set of Star Wars movies we got with with this white girl Daisy Ridley. Please come back. Because remember, John Boyega said he would never go back to Disney. Remember, remember, he said he would never go back to Disney. That dude grew out dreadlocks. It was it was an activist all across the world. John Boyega had a black. He he had his nigga wake up call. He's like, oh hell no! Shout out to John Boyega. <laughs> he went Malcolm on everybody. Right, right. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back, bro. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. They offered him a shitload of money. And they offered him um, so much screen time as opposed to Daisy Ridley. Because remember, that was another issue. Who got more screen time? But John Boyega went black activist. He, 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 he exposed Disney and the marketing behind it. He even talked about China at one point. He went ham. He said, he said I would never go back to Disney. Never, never. He's coming back. I'm not mad because they offered him a shitload of money and more screen time. And more screen time. Now, Sexy Red, to your, to your point, I don't know, you're getting, you're, getting, you're getting off track with me. Let me get you back on track. And y'all still watch that BS that, that don't include, ma'am, these are, this is international posters. What, what do you mean? We didn't know. Nobody knew how they were going to bait and switch us with, with, with the character. Even the white folks were upset. Everybody was upset at how they did Finn. It wasn't just black folk. Everybody went into this theater expecting one thing. We all walked out saying this was some BS. Everybody across the board was upset at the Finn character, how they did the Finn character. So I'm, I'm not understanding how you expect us to know what was supposed to happen beforehand. Okay. Now, after the Force Awakens debacle, a lot of Disney fans, Star Wars fans are like, ah, you know, but the second one made a billion. 
The second one made more than all three in this in this trilogy. But even still, uh, Disney has shot itself in the foot with uh, with Star Wars. But I, I'm just saying, I'm making a point with the marketing. It's the marketing. It's the marketing. Right. So yeah, Red, Red, you going, you going, you you getting off, you you going off the rails again, sis. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, when he did get the lightsaber, he had it for about five minutes. He got his ass whooped by, by Kylo, right? Because <laughs> the moment he picked up the saber, it was like, oh, here it comes the moment, y'all. Right? I remember, I remember in the theater, everybody got so hyped. It was like, oh, he has a saber. He has a lightsaber. Oh, right. And then, and then, even before then. When he was the black stormtrooper, white folk were upset about that. He was a black stormtrooper, right? Because remember the first the first trailer is after they then shot everybody. He takes off his he takes off his uh his helmet and he's black. And everyone's like, oh, a black stormtrooper, because white folk really didn't think that black folk could be stormtroopers. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. It's a mess. But I'm getting all I'm getting off track. It's the marketing behind it. I'm trying to, I want to draw attention to, okay? It's the marketing behind it. So let's do this. Once again, you have Peter Parker in the front, in your face, Miles in the background. Now, if I remember the synopsis correctly, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is about uh, Miles and Gwen going into the Spider-Verse and encountering all types of different spider men and women. There's a black spider woman. She's pregnant. Nick Taylor. Yes, there is a black spider woman. She's canon. There is a legit black spider woman who's pregnant <laughs> in Spider-Man lore. I cannot make this up. Okay. So the premise of Spider-Man 2 across the Spider-Verse is Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy is from another another universe, right? They go into the Spider-Verse. They meet Madam Web. And they, they take on all these different Spider-Men across different universes. That's the synopsis. Why do I have Peter Parker in my face? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a great point, Carrie. Because, yeah, Tamora, Tamora, the guy that plays Boba, he's Polynesian. He's Polynesian. Yeah, so all of the all of the Stormtroopers are Boba Fett clones shown as a Polynesian man. Because, remember, Boba kept one, un, one un, unadulterated clone for himself to grow up naturally so he can teach him. Right, so Boba is the son of Django. Django got his head cut off by Mace Windu. Uh, which 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 movie was that? I forget which one. Not Phantom Menace, the second one. Right, Nick knows this shit. Right, okay. So once again, if it's about Miles Morales, hell, you don't even have Gwen Stacy in this. You you don't even have Gwen Stacy in this poster. Where's Gwen Stacy? Right. Okay. Yeah, Django. Django was the father that got his head cut off. Yeah, Django was the one that raised Boba naturally. 
but they were all based off Django. But the guy that plays uh, Django, he played Django and Boba. T- Tamora, he's, he's Polynesian. So it's the same actor playing the father and the son. So if you watch um, the Boba Fett on Disney+, Plus, it's the same guy that played the daddy playing the son. I, I don't know. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Okay. The Clone Wars. Okay, thank you. It was the scene when they, they're in the, the Coliseum and he chops his head off and the head rolls and what was like. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Now, now let's get to the history of marketing when it comes to marketing in, in, in Asia, in Asia, America, in, in, in Asia, Far East Asia when it comes to marketing with black folk. Now, Here's another poster. Here's an American. Here's the American version. Here's the American version. Now, America, not so bad. Now, this is another. This is an unlicensed poster. This is unlicensed. Okay. This is an unlicensed poster. Which means it's it's not it's not sanctioned. But let me pull up. The American version. Nope. Here we go. This is the American version. Okay. That's the American version. Now you see Gwen Stacy in white. You see the the pregnant black spider woman off to the left with the yellow, the the yellow goggles. She's pregnant in this movie. Just don't, just, just don't, don't do it. Don't do it. You got Spider-Man 2099 right here. Okay. But this is the American version. Okay. June 2nd. All right. Okay. Now let's get to the history of, of how blacks are marketed in Asia. Can we do that? Can we? Black man is washed whiter in China's racist detergent advert. Okay. Come on. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, huh? Don't play with me. Don't fucking play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. But before I go there, let's go to my exchange with the boss logic. Cause they came for me and I, I, I had to block a bunch of them. So boss logic shot to him. He got the, this is his, the, if he, he did this poster. All right. Once again, I got Peter Parker all in my face. I got miles in the background. All right. So they came for him in, in his chats and he wasn't kicking people out. But I said, I said, hey, back to covering up black main characters for international posters. What else is new these days? Right? Because this is the American version. Right? This is the American version. So then he actually, he replied. He said, 
Now he wants to he he wanted to he wanted to, to turn it to something else. He turned it to something else. Oh come on, what else? Where is it at? Somebody else says, Wow, we hiding the black character's face now. Uh where is he at? Because he came at me, he said, just leave it on Twitter. I'm like, Twitter? Like, no, I want I, I almost called him <laughs> I almost called him an N word. Like, nigga, in response to what you just said, are you gonna Ah, man, let me see. Come on, refresh, refresh. Nope. Okay, let me see if it's if I can find it on my on my phone and I'll show you what he what y'all what he said to me in response. Cause they came for me, man. They came for me. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let me send it to myself. I'm just going to give you what his response was. Now, remind you, I believe Boss Logic is, is Latino himself. Okay? Okay, let me do that. Let me pull it back. Let me pull it back. Cause this thing goes deep and I, I want everybody to get proper perspective on how, you know, when it, when it has movies with lead, with lead, you know, black roles, starring roles, they look at you a little different in Asia. Where is it at? Cause there's a couple other brothers that came for him in, in his, in his, in his, uh, in his comments, and he didn't like that too much. Do this real quick. Uh, who sent me a super chat? Who did that? Who did it? Creator, thank you. Thank you, hon. Uh, this show is sponsored by Assiduous Research. <laughs> All right, so it got testy in bosses and boss logics chat. So this is what I said I said, back to covering up black male characters for international posters. What else is new these days? Listen, y'all know me. If I say something, I'm not trying to get a reaction out of you. I don't want a reaction out of you. I don't want you to respond to me. Okay? He said, leave the reaching on Twitter, please. I said, Twitter? I said, now, you and I both know uh, better how Asian markets make y'all cover up melanated faces, especially, and I meant to say, especially in starring roles, do better champ. And then I got all these other people coming at me. Right? Once again, what makes Miles Morales so special or different from Peter Parker is what he's black so yes um, it would not make sense to keep him under mask all the damn time okay now let's continue let's go on let's continue let's continue I, you're right you're right you're right that's my fault for thinking he <laughs> you know like Okay, so let me get back to it. Where are we at? Nope. Is it? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so this is the commercial. Let's finish watching it. Bruh.
The company behind a Chinese advert for detergent that has been dubbed the most racist ever has defended the bizarre content saying any discrimination is in the eye of the viewer. This is from 2016. This is from 2016. The commercial had apparently aired for months in China without generating much debate until a flicker of online discontent was picked up by a local English language website. It posted a link to the ad and within hours it had gone viral sparking global conversation about racism in a country that is officially home to 56 ethnic minorities, but is dominated by Han Chinese and can feel very monocultural. I did not know it had that many different minorities in it. I did not know that. Okay. The Huffington post said Kyobi detergent ad might be the most racist TV commercial ever made. Spokesperson said, uh, said critics had overreacted. The foreign media might be too sensitive about the ad. We meant nothing but to promote the product and we never, and we had never thought about the issue of racism. We did this for some sensational effect. If we just show laundry, like all the other advert uh, advertisements or advertisements, ours will not stand out. The ad drew huge controversy abroad, but little attention at home with just a few thousand viewing it on domestic viewing sharing sites. And even after the scandal broke, some Chinese viewers were frustrated. If the ad showed a person of Asia origin being washed white, wouldn't this kind of kind of person feel discriminated against? But the, but mostly the ad was met with apathy because uh, there is limited public debate about racism in China where a best-selling toothpaste is still called black man toothpaste. More than two decades after its English name was changed from Darky to Darly. Are you kidding me? This is from 2016. You know what? Let's do this. I got time. And shout to Boss Logic, but nigga, you know what time it is. Don't play these games with me. Black man toothpaste. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? This is from 2020. This is not the first time that Colgate had to reevaluate its Chinese toothpaste brand. Darley's imagery has its roots in black face. What the heck? What are you, you trying to see it for yourself? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's what, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. This is what y'all go overseas for because she's so nice and submissive to you. Ah, take care of you, black man. Love you long time. This is what, this is what love you long time gets you. (laughs) Yo, she, (laughs) let's continue. Across Asia, the smiley man in the top hat and bow tie is a recognizable face gracing the box of toothpaste brand Darley for over 30 years. But Colgate Paul Mollov said on Thursday that they would review the Chinese toothpaste brand whose image has deep roots in blackface as brands such as Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's reevaluate their association with racist icono- iconography. So we know what happened with uh, Aunt Jemima. Okay. Darley is one of Asia's best-selling toothpaste brands. In China, it is the top seller. Walk into any supermarket in Hong Kong, Bangkok, Shanghai, and you'll spot the black and white logo displayed prominently on shelves originally called darky oh, <laughs> oh 
I'm so fucking offended. Oh my god. Originally called Darky. The toothpaste brand featured a man in blackface. The English name and image were changed in the 1980s in response to worldwide protests, but the Chinese name remains Black Person Toothpaste. Yeah, Gene, I, I played that commercial uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's Taiwanese. I think it's Taiwanese. Now, for more than 35 years, we have been working together to evolve the brand, including substantial changes to the name, logo, and packaging. We are currently working with our partner to review and further evolve all aspects of the brand, including the brand name. Darley's history goes back to the 1930s when the Neem family established a Holly and Hazel chemical company in Shanghai. One of its products was a toothpaste that promised to give its users dazzling white teeth. The branding uh, played on the imagery of blackface performers such as Al Jolson, who painted their faces black to perform in menstrual shows that ridiculed people of African descent. These characters all had one thing in common, exaggerated white teeth. Now, any Dragon Ball Z fan, all my DBZ fans, Mr. Popo, right? All my Dragon Ball Z fans, you know who Mr. Popo is. Every time you see Mr. Popo, matter of fact, come on, let me do this real quick. Let me let me do this real quick. Mr. Popo. Let me let me do this for y'all real quick. I got time. Let's look up Gollywog. I got time. I got time. What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? I got time. I got time. What you talking about? What you talking about? Huh? What you, what you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Come on. Let's continue. Let's get back to the story. Let's get back to the, to the story. Because their skin was so dark, their teeth looked really white says Michelle Fan, a Hong Kong-born marketing strategist now based in the United States. So people associated them with white teeth. Bitch, what? <laughs> the toothpaste named Darky was borrowed from a racial slur used against African Americans in the Jim Crow era. Chinese people basically had no conception of black people other than what they imported from the West. It doesn't have the same implications as the N-word, but it's not far off. Although there have historically been Africans in East Asia, um, he doesn't see much of a history of anti-black sentiment in China. Asia nonetheless imported Western ideas of race in the early uh, early 20th century, which placed black people at the bottom of the hierarchy. Chinese people basically had no conception of black people other than what they imported from the West. This is still often the case in terms of how Chinese think about African-Americans. 
Well, come on, let's see his commercial. Let's see this shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is what we talking about? This is what we talking about, huh? Oh, hell no. No, now see, now see, I, I need to slit somebody's throat for my ancestors for this nonsense. I need to slit somebody, somebody's throat for my ancestors for this nonsense. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to go missing for this. Uh, Valerie, thank you for the 15 on the cash app pun. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Kelly Loper, director of the University of Hong Kong Center for Comparative and Public Law, remembers visiting Taiwan in the 1990s and coming across some boxes of darky in a local grocery store. I remember being really, sh really shocked and offended, but then I discussed it with friends in Taiwan and they didn't understand what the problem was. Darky continued to enjoy success throughout Asia, earning 75% market share in Taiwan and 50% share in Singapore by the 1970s. That's when Colgate Palmolive, the, the brand's largest competitor, took notice in 1985, uh, struck a deal to acquire 50% of Holly and Hazel. From the beginning, Colgate was aware of the political implications of owning a brand named Darkey. When word spread in the United States, racial justice groups and Democratic politicians began lobbying for a boycott. Even Colgate's then-CEO, Ruben Mark, acknowledged the brand was racist. It's just plain wrong. It's just offensive. The morally right thing dictated that we must change. Boy, if y'all don't stop playing with me right now, I need to slit somebody's throat for my ancestors. This is some bullshit. <sighs> I'm so offended. I'm so offended. I'm so offended. Look up Lodi Calypso. All right. I'm so offended right now. Let's see what Lodi Calypso looks like. Lodi Calypso. Jeez. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Wow. Well, you know what? This is no different than the Dutch when they offer the chocolate. You know what? Everybody knows about the Dutch hands, right? Dutch chocolate hands. Yeah. Who do you think these are? They sell this shit in, the, in, in Belgium, in the Netherlands. Yeah, who you think? <laughs> Black people, you have no friends. This gender war thing is silly. This gender war thing is silly. You have no friends. We have no friends. <laughs> We have no friends. What we doing? <laughs> what we doing? Okay, okay, come on. I, let's let's. 
Let's run this shit back. Let's run it back. <sighs> but Colgate was loath to harm a brand that was a proven success, so its first steps toward change were tentative. In 1987, it ran a six-month test in Singapore by changing Darkie's name to Doc Docky without removing the blackface logo. Two years later, the company settled on the name Darley and redrew the logo to represent today's more racially ambiguous Darley man. One thing didn't change, though, the brand's Chinese name. As a 1990 Cantonese language television commercial made clear, black person toothpaste is still black person toothpaste. Oh, they, they, they went to troll you. Oh, they went to troll you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, that's so disrespectful. Oh, that's so disrespectful. Oh, was that the Sig Heil salute? Oh, no. Oh, no. This is disrespectful. This is disrespectful. Oh, this is disrespectful. Oh, I need to slit somebody's throat for my ancestors just on GP. Y'all just on GP, y'all. Just on GP. Okay, let me get that out of there. What is this? Okay, let me get that out of there. Okay, what is this? What is this? Hold up. I'm not done yet. So let's go back to what I originally had. Um, here we go. Okay. Now let me go back to what I initially had. Where, where, where shall I go? Where shall I go? Uh, what's behind? Let's try this. Let's go here. Did we already do this? Already did this. Okay. There's another link I wanted to go to. Let's do this. This is February 2021. From COVID to blackface on TV, China's racism runs deep. This performative use of blackface belies a rampant racism problem in the country, which comes on the heels of a growing discrimination against black people and Africans by the Chinese government, which appears to be compounded by the pandemic. China's largest African community launched a campaign to forcibly test Africans in the city for the coronavirus and ordered them to self-isolate or quarantine in, des in designated hotels. Landlords evicted African residents, forcing many to sleep on the street in hotels or in shops. Some restaurants refuse to serve black customers. Mm. Chinese government denied that the authorities conduct conduct was discriminatory and blamed Western media for provoking the problems between China and African countries. Oh, how dare you? For those who think the official line from Beijing is bad, check out the Chinese internet where the rampant racism against black people is often too appalling to repeat the use of racial slurs is ubiquitous on social media discussions about black people people of african descent living in china are often depicted as overstaying visas not paying taxes and encroaching on chinese culture so once again you're told where you're not wanted and you still show your ass up i mean i get it but once again these people tell you you're not wanted and yet you still keep showing up
once again, people tell you you're not wanted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why they not? Yeah, see, that, that's why I'm saying. That's why I can't be stupid mad at at them. Yo, yeah, don't be your ass in China, man. <laughs> don't be your don't be your monkey ass in China. Don't be your monkey ass in China. I'm just saying. You know what? Shh. I remember this 2015. Right? They was they was upset about this. Star Wars film, The Force Awakens, won't open in Chinese movie theaters like this one until January 9th. But the film is already being marketed here in a big way. Disney even placed 500 Stormtrooper figurines onto the Great Wall of China to promote the movie trailer's premiere. But not all the attention has been positive. Some Star Wars fans were quick to point out some differences between the U.S. version and Chinese version of the official movie poster. In the U.S. version on the left, black actor John Boyega, who plays a character called Finn, is a featured presence. On the Chinese side, on the right, he is shrunken down towards the bottom of the poster and replaced by TIE fighters. Meanwhile, other characters appear larger. Harrison Ford, for example, who plays Han Solo, is a bit bigger. Ford's films have appeared in mainland China before. By shrinking down Boyega's picture and enlarging others, some fans on Western social media implied there was racism involved. A Disney representative would not comment to CNN, but Chinese state media said that any claims that Chinese audiences were somehow racist are simply untrue. So we showed the Chinese version of the poster to some people on the street here in Beijing. I think it would be fair to say that Chinese people can be insensitive about race issues. It's nonsense to relate the poster to racism. I don't think it matters. I don't think it will spark widespread discussion here because people don't pay much attention to race issues here. It's worth noting that Western movies released here in China regularly have different movie posters. Take The Amazing Spider-Man 2, for example, the U.S. version on the left and the Chinese version on the right. We can't say what motivated the change in the Chinese version of this new Star Wars poster, but safe to say it's PR that the movie could have done without. Matt Rivers, CNN, Beijing. All right. Let me say this real quick. And the last time I checked, I believe the... Uh, the Asians are heavy in Jamaica and I was, I came across some, some articles where they weren't paying the Jamaicans money for their work. So they over there whooping y'all ass <laughs> in, your, in Jamaica. Africans want to go over there in China and get your ass whooped over there. What, 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 what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, creative. Thank you for the 10 on the cash app, hun. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, I'm not, I, I don't want to knock anybody because I know there's a few brothers over there and, and um, over there and they're having a good time. I ain't trying to knock nobody's hustle. Nobody's, um, I don't want to knock anybody. I have no, I've never had no desire to go over there to see them people. Okay. Japan, 
Singapore, I'm the, the underground car culture. That looks cool to me. That's as far as I, as, as I'm trying to go with the shit. <laughs> you know, can I, can I catch a, a Skyline R34, maybe an 86 Corolla drifting? I want to go do some drifting parties. You know, I want to go to some car, car club meetups. That's as far as I'm trying to do as far as Asia. Japan is like, that's it. Japan is my, is my, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Japan is as far as I want to go. Yo, they in, yeah, they in Jamaica right now kicking Jamaicans asses. Make y'all work and don't even want to pay y'all for y'all work. And those coal mines, right? The Jamaican coal mines, them, uh, eight, the Chinese companies come over there and, and don't pay the workers for their time and services. Okay. It's all good. Hey, listen, I'm not here to talk about anybody's experience. You know, that's it. The underground car culture, JDMs. That's it. Japanese domestic uh, machines. That's it. That's it. I see. Oh, I saw, I saw fast and furious. Where's it at? That's it. Drift King. Who's the drift King. I'm just, I'm just there for that. Other than that, I don't need to be mingling with y'all like that. I know where I'm wanted. I know where I'm not wanted. Okay. So the whole, the whole Africans complaining to, to Chinese about Chinese makes no sense to me, man. Makes no sense to me. Okay. Let them Chinese folk go to Haiti. <laughs> That's a fight. I need to say, you know what? I will buy some popcorn for that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Tokyo, you know, beautiful scenery, Japanese cherry blossoms and shit, neon lights. You know, anime porn. I'm with that. But I'm not trying to impede on y'all culture. I don't want y'all women. I don't need, I, it, I, I, I know why the appeal, okay. Here's a little known secret that everyone pretty much knows. You know why Japanese women are, are so popular with black men? Does anybody know why Asian women are so popular with not only, but just mainly men? You, you, you want to know why? You, you want to know why? Because Asian women have shorter vaginas. That's why all these men love them some Asian women, because she makes you feel like you have a 10-inch dick. Asian women make you feel like you have a 10-inch dick. No, sir. Her vagina is really short, and she can't take that much. That's why. That's why I don't need no chick with a short vagina. What? No, I can't stick it in all the way. What, what, what are we doing here? What, what, what are we doing? That's why I got Keisha for Keisha to take every inch and Keisha be like, that's all you got. Damn it. Keisha. <laughs> Nick, what are you doing back there? Keisha, I'm trying, I'm trying to give you all of me, Keisha. Keisha be like, nigga, did you put it in? Keisha, 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 like, did you put it in? I listen. I listen. 
my ego is not that is not that small to a point where I need a woman with a physically shorter vagina to feel like a man. I'm sorry. I'll take deep, deep snatch Keisha. I'll take her talking smack about me. I'll take that. I'm not going to go with Ling Ling with a two-inch vagina. Can't even stick it in. And she's like, ow, ow, ow. No. Give me deep snatch Keisha. Okay. You know, Keisha ass so big. It's like, what are we? I can't even. You can't even put it in all the way. Because it just swallows you up. Like, her ass is so big. It's like, what are we doing? Like, you know? Like, her, like her stomach, I mean, like, her ass hits your stomach before you can even, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how big her ass is. You ever had a chick whose ass is so big, like, it just hits your, your stomach, and before you even put it in, like, it's like, I can't do anything with this. You're too big. Keisha, your ass is too big. And then she's like, is it in? By then, I've already finished. It's like, um... What had happened was, it's my first time I'm nervous. Keisha make you nervous. <laughs> I'm rocking with Keisha. I'm sorry. Listen, Maylin, I'm sure you're a sweet girl, and you're learning English. That's awesome. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead with Keisha. I'm going to go ahead and go over here with Keisha. <sighs> okay. That's it. I'm done running my mouth. Oh, two hours. I'm two hours. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, that's why she told the brother, uh-uh, him too big. Exactly. That's right. The scene, and it, and I, you know what the scene told me, Nick? As I, as I rewatch it as I'm older, that black man was like, like, what, what do you mean I'm too big? No, you don't want some of this Alabama black snake? Like, you begging the, you... You begging this hooker? Like he's begging the hooker to take, to, to sleep with him. Bitch, what? You're a hooker. Black man, you too big. What you mean too big? You want to listen to this Alabama black snake? And then the white dude still took her. Snatched, snatched, the, snatched the, the woman from the black dude. Black dude, you still like second or third, fourth, fifth. And you sitting there begging to this hooker to take you. I was like, oh, man, fuck this movie, man. I mean, it's still a great movie. But I was like, that scene resonated with me a little bit different. Maybe it, <laughs> I'm different like that, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little different like that, man. I, I, I'm, I'm a little different. I'm a little different. Okay? Yeah, th- go replay that scene. Because the dude's translating. He's, you know, he's negotiating the prices for everybody. And the black man goes to grab her. And, and she's like, he's like, what's wrong? What, what, how much? How much? How much? How much? Black man too big. What, what you mean I'm too big? Girl, you want to bitch out of a black snake? Girl, 100% gray beef. I'm not going to. You applying? You applying for a position with a hooker? And then the, and the crazy white dude took her. First, you got to wait in line, darky. What, what did he say to him when he took her? You got to wait in line. So he did all that begging and pleading with this bitch. The fuck? Nigga. <sighs> yeah, you know who's this Alabama black snake? Like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, mother. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all niggas must hang. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. Yeah, that's what he said. Ah. You know what? I got you. We're going to do this. It's going to, it's going to Patreon tonight. It's going to Patreon tonight. Hold up. It's going to Patreon tonight. Going to Patreon. Was it? It was an uh, apocalypse. Apocalypse. Now. Uh, no, not apocalypse. Now, what was it? Full Metal Jacket. Was it Full Metal Jacket? I'm slow. Nick, what movie was that? Wait, it couldn't have been Full Metal Jacket because that was. At the end, they were singing Mickey Mouse. Full Metal Jacket. Okay, that was it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Full Metal Jacket. Now we're going to see where all the lovey long time shit came from, right? No, no, not that. We don't want that part. Um, Full Metal Jacket. Mother Animal. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, nope, nope. Okay, okay. Let me see. Uh, black man too. Black man too big. Nope. Black man. Black man. Black snake. Hey, nigga, they called it black snake. I'm done. I'm fucking done. This is going to Patreon. We're going to Patreon. Going to Patreon. Going to Patreon. Going to Patreon. Good morning, little schoolgirl. I'm a little schoolboy too. What you got there, Chief? Do you want number one fucky? Hey, and you boys want number one fucky? Hey, I can't even get a piece of hand. Me want sucky. Sucky, fucky, smoke cigarette in the pushy. She, give you everything you want. Long time. Everything oh, yeah. you want. Oh, hey, how much, your chief? Fifteen dollars each. No. no Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. money. Five dollars each. Come on. She love you good. Boom, boom, long time. Ten dollars. Five dollars. No. Ten dollars. Be glad to trade you some Arvin rifles. And never been fired and only dropped once. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, five dollars. You keep me. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Get mounted. What is this, man? I think what he's trying to tell you is that you black boys pack too much meat. Chupacu. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> this baby's hand look like she can suck the chrome off a trailer hitch. <laughs> Chupacu. Chupacu. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Now, here, here you go with the begging and pleading. Here we go with the begging and pleading. I would, you never beg or plead a hooker. Okay? Now, man. Now. Now. What we have here is a specimen of pure Alabama black snake. 
but ain't too goddamn buku. Okay, okay. MG. Okay, okay, MG, MG. Hey, we need a bat in order. I'm going first. Now back off, white bread. Don't get between the dog and his meat. All fucking niggers must fucking hang. Hey, hey, I won't be long. I'll skip the foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> Creative, thank you for the five on the cash app. She said, I sent you five before I got five on it. Do y'all see things differently now that you're a little older, a little wise, a little more seasoned? You went through, you went, you've gone through things in life. Shit hit a little different. Shit just. Oh, you never seen this? What? What? Yeah, and you and then sloppy seconds and thirds. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. Straight to Patreon. I'm not even gonna risk a waste of my time with YouTube, but. Before I get out of here, YouTube content creators, small or large, medium, whatever. If you got yellow, delete it. Get rid of it off your YouTube channel, you know, and um, moving forward, man, if you can't find a better way to express your thoughts and, and uh, ideas and keep it green, maybe this is not for you, you know. But then once again, opinions are dangerous to certain oligarchs. And I, I, I can't say that. I can't say that because some things that you just can't really filter. So that's, that's, dis, that's in, disingenuous for me to say that. Try to keep it green as possible if you can. But some of us are in YouTube sites. It doesn't matter what we put out. We're going to get hit regardless. So that's what you don't want. You don't want to be on YouTube's bad side. So just do real vanilla content. That way you don't have these problems. Don't be like me and Nick and Truth Teller and who else? Don't be like us. Be better than us. With that being said, I'm going to get out of here. Um, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Thank you, everybody, that donated time and energy and, and donations and stuff. Uh, hopefully, we learned something today. Um, yeah. Can you leave it up for an hour? I missed it. I got you. I got, I, you know what? I'll do it. I'll take it down tomorrow. I got you, bro. I got you. So let me get about it here. With that being said, I, I, I need to, uh, I need some ASMR because I'm upset at that damn darkie ad. I feel like I need to slit somebody's throat for my ancestors if I don't, you know. So I need some ASMR from my panda friend and we get, get up out of here because I need to calm the fuck down because I'm, I'm upset right now.
is the cutest thing. All right, I might y'all have a good one. <laughs> Sensational.